chapter 1, very familiar passage of Scripture. In John chapter 1, uh, our text verses tonight, In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, and the same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That light, uh, that was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Now hold your place here in John and go back with me, if you would, to Malachi chapter number four. Malachi and chapter number four. Now when you get to Malachi chapter number four, uh, go to the end of that. And at the end of uh, Malachi chapter four, uh, there's a uh, salutation there. Uh, What does your Bible say uh, on the the end of Malachi four? Is there a salutation there? I'm sorry? The end of the prophets. How many of your Bibles say that, the end of the prophets? Uh, it's not in, it's not scripture. It is just a salutation, uh, finalizing uh, the Old Testament here. And here, what we have is the prophets, that Old Testament being closed. Now, hold your Bible and go to Matthew chapter one. And really, it should be one page, maybe two, based on the how your Bible is laid out. But when you grab, grab those pages that are between Matthew 1 and Malachi. And what you are holding is 400 years. 400 years. We finish the Old Testament, we jump right into the New Testament as though it's just one continuum. God was silent for 400 years. They say a generation is between 20 and 30 years. At a 30-year generation, that is 13 plus. It's a little over 13 generations. That would mean your great Great, 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 11 times. That represents a whole lot of living. Our country is 256, 256, is that right? 256 years old. 400 years of silence. A people who had God engaged in their life in such a real way as the nation of Israel. And now God goes quiet for 400 years. With that, they knew what the Old Testament stated. But with that 400-year silence, now let's go to Matthew chapter 1. Look at verse number 1. The book of the generation of... Jesus Christ. Go down to verse number 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. 
And here for 400 years, God has been silent. And now when he is going to begin to engage again, it is going to be with the coming of his son. Jesus was the one that closed the Old Testament and his death, at his death, is going to enact the New Testament. You see, a testament is enforced by the death of the testator. And as long as the testator liveth, that testament is not enforced. So I have a will Last will and testament. Okay? With that last will and testament, Deb and I have that. We have a trust. But with that last will and testament, that last will and testament is just a piece of paper right now. But when we die, all of a sudden millions of dollars come. No, just kidding. (laughs) All of a sudden hundreds of of pennies come into play. Uh, And so, uh, but with that, uh, that, that testament then is in force. But while we live, it means nothing. Now the Lord here as we look at the closing of the Old Testament in that 400-year period, it starts with Jesus. So go again to uh, John, and let's look at a couple other verses, and they're not going to be on the screen. Uh, So uh, John chapter number 1, and let's look. Maybe I did put them in there. I don't know. Maybe I did. Uh, But uh, uh, anyway, I want you to look with me. We'll get to uh, the notes here in a minute. Uh, John chapter 1 and verse number 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Notice, Word here is capitalized every time. Why? Because it is a proper name. It is Jesus. He is the Word. Uh, And so, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word uh, was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made. There has never been a time when the word was not. And Jesus, John chapter 1, verse 14, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So when Christ came, he was manifested in the flesh. Uh, He was manifested for us to see him, but he has always been. And so here, uh, when you look at uh, the uh, Genesis chapter 1, and you have in the beginning, uh, God uh, created the heavens and the earth. And uh, John 1 tells us who that creator was, and it was the Lord. He is the creator. Uh, And so uh, with that, I want to just uh, look at some things tonight uh, about the Lord and uh, the light that he brought 400 years of darkness, 400 years of absence of God communicating with his people. We think the world is dark now, but God's still working. But there was a space of time where God was silent. And in that space of time, when he began to engage again, 
we find how he manifested himself, but he manifested himself in light. Light. Nothing better than light. And here we, we look at this passage and uh, in these first nine uh, verses, light is mentioned seven times. Really from verse four to verse nine, light is mentioned uh, seven times. And so, so the light that has come, and tonight I want to speak to you on the sur- subject, a light in the night, a light in the night. Father, I pray that you'd help us tonight. Thank you for your goodness. And Lord, just in these next few moments, uh, I'm not going to teach anything new, but I do pray that we would be encouraged and challenged. And uh, just uh, may we, we sense just how good you are uh, to us. And thank you for not leaving us in darkness. And so I pray that you'd help us tonight, please, for Christ's sake. Amen. So first of all, I want you to see that Jesus is life. Jesus is life. Look at verse 4. In him was what? Life. In him was life. And here, without him, there is no life. You go go right back to Genesis, and without him, without him was not anything that that was made, uh, was made. So without him, uh, nothing that was made. John uh, 1, uh, verse 1, he said, uh, let's see, verse 2, the same was in the beginning with God and all things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. And so all life, all that has been created, all that, ha- that we see, all that has come, has come from him. He is life. He is the source of life. In him was life. And so the beginning all came from him. Uh, And so Jesus, the manifestation of God in the form of man, uh, he was the one that they could see was the one who who was uh, the one who spoke and brought worlds uh, into existence. And so uh, verse number 14, though, look down with me, John 1, 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his what? His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. In Jesus, we see God's glory. In Him, we see God's glory. And it wasn't just the glory of God. It was God's glory manifested as only could be manifested in His only begotten. You know, Jesus was not just the Son of God. He was the only begotten of the Father. He is the only begotten. Now, the cults believe that Jesus was a prophet. They believe he was a good man. Uh, Some of the cults, the Mormons, they believe that Jesus and Satan were twin brothers. Jesus and Satan were never brothers. Jesus is God. And Satan was a created fallen being. He was never God. Uh, He is referred to as the God of this world, uh, but he is not God. Uh, just as a statue is not God, a, a, a uh, image that is being lifted up and prayed to. Uh, people may treat them as their God, but it does not make them God. 
And so, uh, so here we see that Jesus, uh, He is life. In Him, verse 4, in Him was life, and the life was the light of men. Without Jesus, there is no life. Without Jesus, there is no light. So number one, uh, Jesus uh, is life. Number two, Jesus' life is the light of men. Jesus' life is the light of men. We have something. If you are a child of God, you have the Lord in you. Our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Uh, He dwells within us. And so it says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. So the Lord, uh, his source of who he is, is the, the light of men. Uh, it is what makes us uh, l- not only just living, it, means, uh, it is what uh, means that there is light. Uh, so light seven times in those uh, first nine verses. And we have light because of Christ. You know, the opening of our eyes is not because we are smart. Brother Franklin mentioned a little while ago, uh, he mentioned during Sunday school, uh, Bill Nye and uh, the science guy and Ken Ham, and they were having a debate. uh, And as intelligent as uh, Bill Nye is, he, he has no light. He has no light. And without the light of the Lord, there's darkness. There's darkness. There's no hope in darkness. And here we see how the Lord Jesus' light is the light of men. And uh, John 8, 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. You know, Christian, we may walk uh, in the valley of the shadow of death, and we may have dark uh, times where uh, we are in shadows, but we should not walk in darkness. We should not walk in darkness. Not only should we not walk in darkness as in engaging in the darkness of the world, but, but we, should, we should revel in the light of who the Lord is. And he said uh, that he is the light of the world. And he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. You and I have the light of life. That, that light needs to shine. We sing it with the kids, this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. But the reality is so often we don't let it shine. We we. Forget about the importance of letting our light shine. If we're, not, if we're not focusing on our light shining, we can get self-consumed. And it's, that's, a, that's a hard place to be. You know, life, life does have hurts. Life has the... the, the the battles that we face, and life has those valleys that we walk through. But we, we are, as a child of God, we shouldn't walk in darkness. We should let the light of Christ 
uh, shine. Uh, Jesus said that as long as I am in the world, he says, I am the light of the world. Uh, John 9, 5, as, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And uh, so uh, this little child that we celebrate at Christmas, uh, uh, he was one that has brought light into the world, but he has brought light into our life. I am so thankful that I'm saved. I mean, it is, it is such a blessing to be saved. Uh, there, there is a difference when uh, burdens come. There is a difference when struggles come. There is a difference. Uh, there, is, there is a reality that the Lord uh, is real. And what he does in our life, not only for salvation, but what he is going to impact in our life and every aspect uh, of our life, he should be coming out. Uh, so number two here, Jesus' life is the light of men. Number three, Jesus' light shined in darkness. He shined in darkness. Verse number five, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. So with that, darkness. Darkness has a way of bringing fear. Not because of what is there, but because of what you don't know is there. When darkness has a way to make you fearful, and if it doesn't make you fearful, it will make you uneasy. It'll make you uneasy. With that, we, we, have, we have light. And, and the Lord, that light, he shined in darkness. And what was it? His light, it revealed the way. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the way. It it gave people the opportunity to see the way. But without light, we're stumbling. Without light, there is inability to recognize which direction to go. Last night, we had about 30, I think it was 32 people were down at the nativity, live nativity. And so as we were down there, uh, I, I, had my, I had my flashlight with me. And I just couldn't wait to give that to one of the kids. And Thatcher and uh, the Clements, they were uh, coming across the parking lot. And so I grabbed my light and I flashed it over there and blinded everybody. And then as soon as Thatcher got over there, I handed it to him. And he was so excited Flashing the light and putting it in everybody's face. <laughs> and mama was grabbing the light. No, don't do that. It's like, that's what lights are for. I mean, I, I was having so much fun just watching him point a light in somebody else's face. Uh, and so, uh, you know, and so with, with that, though, the light, I mean, the light is fun to shine. It is, it is exciting to be able to see. 
And you know, that's what the Lord, He shine light in darkness. And when you shine light in darkness, it's not just for you to see. You see, the Lord's light, it was there for the whole world. He wanted everybody to see. You know what he's done? He is now, while he was in the world, he was the light of the world. That light is to dissipate that darkness. It was to remove the darkness. That light is its a powerful tool. It is a tool that leads to truth. It is a tr- tool that leads to safety. It's a tool that leads to comfort. And spiritually speaking, it brings life. But you have to have light. Fourthly, John was a witness of that light. John was a witness of that light. Verse number six, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light. Now, notice, the same came for a witness. The purpose of John's existence was to be a witness. God put John there to be a witness. We know where we're going with this, right? He put John there, and John's sole purpose in life was not to see how high he could climb a corporate ladder. It wasn't to see how much money he could put into his bank. It was not to see how much fun that he could have in life. And I am sure that John enjoyed many things in this life. But John was not put here for any other purpose The sole purpose of John's existence was for him to bear witness of that light. Now, what is that next word? Verse number seven. The same came for a witness to bear witness of that life. That. Purpose here. All men through him might believe. What was there? That, that believing, that witness, he was going to be a tool. He was going to be a partner in the sharing of the gospel, the sharing of that light that all men, not through John would believe, through Jesus, they were going to believe. It is going to be, uh, everything is through him. But, but John was to be that, that light. Uh, he was not that light, verse 8, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. So Jesus uh, is the light. His followers, his disciples should be a witness of the light of who the light is, of why the light has come, of how to understand the light. That's, that's us. So go to Matthew chapter 5. I'm almost done. Here, I'll put my Bible up here, just so you think that I'm close to being done. Matthew chapter 5. Look at verse number 14. Let's read that together. 
Matthew 5, 14. You ready? Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Notice there that first part of that phrase. Ye are the light of the world. Go to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Look with me at verse number 8. Ephesians 5, 8. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. We were in darkness. That was the reality. We were in darkness. We were not only in darkness as in without Christ, we were a part of this world. We are a part of the darkness of this world, the engagements, the entrapments of the sinfulness of this world. We were in that darkness, but now are you light. Now are you light. Walk as children of the light. 1 Thessalonians 5, 5, ye are all the children of light. 1 Peter 2, 9, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his glorious light. Light. You know, we are to be light bearers. We're to be light bearers. We, we are to take the light that we have been given and allow that light to shine so other people can see. You know, the Bible says, Thy, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. A lamp is going to give general dispersion. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a, a light that will give you just general area of light. And that's what a lamp does. But then you have a light. And with that, it is a focused beam. You know, God's Word, it gives us not only a lamp for our feet so we can see generally around where we're standing and where, uh, what uh, is there that could potentially trip us up, but it also shows the path that we should take. This world should be impacted by our light. You know, when you have a, when it's raining and you have a umbrella, what happens? You've got an umbrella and other people are around, what happens? Here, go ahead. You're holding this, all of a sudden you're getting, you're getting in close. You know Why? Because you want to be under the umbrella of that. You want to be protected by that. When you have light and you are light, other people should see better because of your presence. Others should be able to see what is dangerous in their life because of just the light that you are allowing to shine through who you are. But then the light the lamp and then the light of God's word should also give direction. Parents, grandparents, make sure that your lamp and your light are bright. It's vital. 
Why? Because there are, there are other people that we are in close proximity to, and they need to make sure they can see where to go. They need to see how to live. And not only those that we love and care about, but those that God brings across our path. They should be confronted with light. You know, when people are confronted with light, they don't always like it. There are times people get mad at Believe it or not, people get mad at me. And I haven't said anything about the things that are going on in their life. I don't have to. What is it? There's light. Light exposes darkness. And when there's dark areas of somebody's life, what happens? They avoid light. They don't, they don't want to be around people that are, that are light. But you know what will happen? There are people that want what you have. There are people that are searching. This lady that just got saved today, praise the Lord. That happened because we had some people that were willing to go be light. And with that, she's going to be in heaven. You know, the Lord came, and we celebrate His coming. We are thankful that He has come. But the reality is, just like John, John was there to bear witness of the light. You know, in 2023, it's coming. In 2023, we need to step up in our light bearing. There's, there are people in darkness all around. We've got to be focused about getting the light to this world. We, we have our light, but it's not good enough just to have it for us. John was there to bear witness of the light. And we're here, and we have a same mandate, we have a same purpose, and this world needs us to be light. And so, a light in the night. And the Lord was a light in that darkness. 400 years of darkness, and all of a sudden we had light. And right now... The Lord has been gone for 2,000 years. You know what? We need to be light. It's drawing closer to where he's going to come back, and let's be that light. Father, thank you for your goodness to us. I pray that you'd help us, Lord, just to be able to enjoy the light that you have provided for us, and then, Lord, help us to be a tool to bring other people to you. And so I pray that you'd bless now. Speak to hearts. You know the needs of each person. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. Let's stand together. Short invitation. Uh, how about that light? Families, how about uh, that? our family uh, being light? Uh, are, we, are we the light that we need to be? Are we sharing the light? Is our light bright or is it going out? 
What has come into our life that has dimmed that light? We used to be a bright light, but now there's shades all over the top of that light. And it's not very visible. in the night.